And hit on you. Hit on you. Hit on you. Hit on you. Inappropriate in the workplace. Workplace. Suck it back up. Dig, dig. Welcome everyone back to the Jungleian Podcast. Hit on you. Hit on you. Relentlessly hit on you. I don't mind that at all. Welcome back, guys. It has been a while. <laughs> You're sucking your kisses back. <laughs> Suck it back. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Gentilian Podcast. We missed you guys. I feel like it's been a while. Uh, this episode is brought to you by DSTL Denim. Hey! An awesome jean company with really high quality denim. Uh, Jenna's wearing a pair right now, and if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. DSTL Denim is a really awesome company. They make oh. really high quality jeans for affordable prices. Don't mind the fact that I have fake tan inside my belly button. I'm minding it. Mind it. I'm minding it. Mind it. Mind it. Mind it. Mind it. Uh, 100% sweatshop free and cutting out the middleman can be really helpful. Get the jeans delivered right to your house. Prices starting at $65. Uh, really high quality, awesome, comfortable, and stylish, most importantly, jeans. Go to DSTLD.com. I mean, y'all know I love my leggings, but when I put these on, Julian was like, damn, girl. And I was like, I was like, damn. These, these are my jeans. I was like, damn as fuck. <laughs> uh, also, the sponsor this week is Nature Box, uh, which we were talking about is actually the, sp- first, the first sponsor. sponsor we ever had. So get yourself some Nature Box. Delicious, healthy, wonderful, tasty, and guilt-free snacks that you can have mm-hmm. delivered right to your house in a nice Nature Box box. Uh, every month, or uh, I think you do like every two weeks, uh, and you get to choose your snacks. You get to choose which ones are your favorites. There's so many options. We chose the spicy sriracha popcorn, the corn mesa, the mesa crisps, and the blue corn tortilla chips. Oh fuck yeah! And uh, I'm really honestly proud of myself that I've waited this long to eat. Them, I know so usually I they're you like empty bags because you need to get your nature box on. I can't like, and I'll eat one. I'll be like, oh, now it's time to inhale the whole bag. <laughs> can't even help myself. So thank you to our sponsor. And we like when you guys tweet us your Nature Box treats. Yes. It's oh, just sorry guys. Go to NatureBox. NatureBox.com slash Jenna Jolene to get two free snacks right now. See what mm-hmm. it's all about. Alright, so uh we are going to read fan fiction today. Well, the last time that we did this, it was fan fictions about you and I. And we did like look on there a little bit for us, but yeah. I fell down a rabbit hole of looking up other people, and I just started giggling my dick off. So Yes, you did. I heard you for like an hour. <laughs> well, in the first one, we didn't want to read them. Like, we wanted to read them for the first time on the podcast. But this time, I did do a little pre-reading, so I wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that they were, that like... they were worth yeah. being on. Yeah. So, uh, we compiled a bunch of different fan fiction stories about multiple different people, not us, and we're going to read them for you. Oh my god. Are you so, even ready for this even? Well, you were laughing even? pretty hard. Are you even ready even? You were laughing pretty hard when you were getting yours ready, so I'm excited. Are you going to need some of that sriracha popcorn for this? I might try out the Mesa crisps. Like, some of these are so inappropriate, and I might not read all of the words. <laughs> okay. Oh, you just going to eat a Mesa crisp without me? You got to ASMR it. Give it to me. Mm. <laughs> More oh, gross. Look, fuck. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. So the first person that I looked up for fan fiction was Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the name in the offer. Okay. It's called. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. 
It's really long. I don't think we're going to read the whole thing. Or, like, all of them. I don't think we're going to read the whole whatever. It's just called Donald Trump Smut by We Love You, Allie. What is smut? I kept seeing that on You know on what that means. I do? Mm-hmm. You know what it means. All right. Just, like, dirty, dirty shit. Smut. Yeah, smut. Is, is it an acronym? <laughs> I don't think so. Sex, monster, under table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Nobody... Chapter one. <laughs> I was at Subway ordering a Big Mac when all of a sudden the sexiest man I had ever seen came out of the kitchen. <laughs> he had on a bleach blonde toupee, had wrinkly skin, stunning blue eyes, and a sexy business suit. Not to mention he smelled like a mix of vodka and Chuck E. Cheese. Just my type. Hi, I'm Donald, the sexy man said with a slight grin. What may I get for you? What may you get for me? You could get me that dick of yours, I said with a grin. <laughs> you can get me that dick. I pushed Donald on the floor and ripped off his business suit. <laughs> I'm going to suck your chicken so goodly, I said. <laughs> I unbuttoned his pants to see. <laughs> this is so bad already. To see 69 feet of pure man pop up. I shoved all 69 feet into my mouth. Julie, Julie's like... 69 feet? Wow. I don't want to read that. Okay. As I was about to blah, 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 his dick fell off. I stared at Donald. I stared at Donald astonished. Baby girl, he said, my hair may be fake and my dick may be fake, but my love for you isn't. <laughs> I smiled as his blah, blah, blah. I'd want to read that. I jumped up to hug him, but actually accidentally swallowed it whole. I fell on top of Donald and then died because the fake dick, because the fake dick was too bomb. The then, end. Then died. Oh, my God. A, I only read chapter one, but there's more. Are you ready? Wait, how is there more? She died. I don't know. <laughs> That's why now I'm like intrigued. Okay. Okay, chapter two. I was sitting in my house trying to log into my club bank <laughs> Nothing. I tried again and again and again. Just as I was about to give up, I felt the tap on my shoulder. Hello, need some help? <laughs> it was Donald Trump. <laughs> yes, please, Daddy Don. Donald smirked. I love it when you call me that. <laughs> Daddy I, Don. I can help you with that password on one condition. And that is you, you let me... Fuck your club penguin loving ass. <laughs> Fuck. I really want to log into my club penguin account and I can't lie, Donald is pretty hot. Deal. <laughs> Donald smirked as he pulled. <laughs> no, no, I'm not reading any of that. No, no. Oh my god, no. You're a brony? Hell yeah, I am, Donald said as he slapped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sudden, Donald's four centimeter penis came out. <laughs> four centimeters. Fuck, you're so big, Don. <laughs> I can't. This is so filthy. Oh, okay. Nope. Mm -mm. Then he humped my ear once. And that was all. <laughs> this is filthy. Okay. Nope. Uh, done with that one. that one. Done with all that right. one. Should I read the, uh, my Donald one? I have like seven. Savior is... Oh, you have a Donald one? No, the Elijah, the one that Elijah wrote. 
the, the billionaire. Yeah, let's do that one boy. a little bit. All right, you keep going. Okay. I was sitting comfortably in my room eating carrots and watching television. Just as I went to dip my carrot in ranch, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse came on. I knew what I had to do. I jumped up, spilling the ranch all over me, and started to sing along, M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E, that's me. As I was singing, I felt something on my leg. I looked down and see Donald Trump licking ranch off my thighs. (laughs) Hey, big daddy, I said, bitch, my name is Donald. Fuck, he was so sexy. He got up and grabbed the TV remote. Now let's turn on something hot. (laughs) <laughs> like Mickey Mouse isn't hot enough, I thought to myself. <laughs> he changed the channel to Peppa Pig. Fuck, how did he know animated pigs turned me on? He started licking ranch off my stomach and then said, now it's time for the real show. He reached in the pockets of his short shorts, revealing a hamster. <laughs> his name is Stryker. He got up and took off all his clothes except his hat and threw them across the floor. Except his hat. I was about to lick his left titty. Oh, my God. Okay. Then we both see Bob Duncan entering the room. I'm here to exterminate your virginity. Sorry, Donald already took that, I said. Well, fuck you then. He said he killed Stryker, then flew out of the room with his vagina flaps. (laughs) My favorite part is licking ranch. Okay. Hold on. Because we did Donald Trump, I also found Hillary Clinton fan fiction. Figured you did, yep. Chapter one. Oh, wait, I want to say who this is by. It's called Hillary Times Reader by fangirl spelled P-H-A-N, like Dan and Phil. Fangirl forever, 1122. Chapter one, the debate. (laughs) (laughs) You are the biggest Hillary Clinton supporter out there. You have a weird crush on her, almost like she's your soulmate deep inside. That's ridiculous, you say to yourself and sigh sadly. (laughs) You go to the debate wearing your Clinton 2016 t-shirt with a sign that said the same. Hillary went on and on about her plans for America, but you couldn't help but daze off while looking into her gorgeous blue eyes. Hillary looks at you. You snap out of it. Hello. Oh, well, someone's a big supporter of mine. What's your name, hun? Says Hillary. She's speaking at you at long last. I'm Jenna, you say. What a beautiful name. You're quite the smart one for choosing me for your presidential choice, she says. The audience laughs. Later, after the debate, she bumps into you. Hey, Jenna, says Hillary. She grabs you and pulls you close to her. You're beautiful slash handsome. Like, they're all like, you You want me to do your name or my name? name. No, do Jenna. I like Jenna. Okay. You're beautiful, she says. She leans in for a kiss. You lean in, too. You both passionately make out as if you've known each other forever. (laughs) You pull away and realize something. You're married. Oh, my God, you're married. I completely forgot. What are you doing kissing me? Aren't I a little young for you? You scream. She bites her lips and pulls you close. Bill doesn't have to know anything, she says. You continue to pass while Donald Trump walks by he throws up and screams ew cooties <laughs> throws up and screams donald trump continues walking and hillary begins to put her tongue in she's the best french kisser ever the kiss is filled with heat and emotion call me sometime my number is 876-555-6565 she says uh <laughs> cool mine is your number you say <laughs> Chapter two, a call. Hillary calls you on your cell phone late at night when you need her love. (laughs) You were asleep, so she leaves you a message. 
Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these days you'd like to get coffee and maybe Netflix and chill. You wake up the next morning, put on your stunning black and blue outfit and meet Hillary at Starbucks in your brand new North Face and Uggs your dad bought you for for Christmas. <laughs> she was writing an email using her personal account. It was work-related, but you like a bad girl. <laughs> you, <laughs> you like a bad girl. You get a venti cafe mocha, low foam, extra whipped cream, and milk with caramel sauce topping with a triple chunk chocolate chip cookie. You sit down with Hillary. She says quietly, Hi, I didn't make Isis. Oh, I know, you say romantically. <laughs> Soon you two get swept up with each other, and one thing leads to another, and other stuff happen. Hillary was now pregnant with your child. Chapter 3. A Birth. Hillary sat in the birthing room, propped upon gold bars and money. She waited four hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> Soon after, she began birthing little humans. Out popped twenty-one kids. She named them IDK, Blaze, It... Fred, Bernie, <laughs> Zodiac Killer, Trump, Pig, Legion, Jerky, Marco, Cheese It, Vans, Daniel, Starbucks, White Girl Number Sixteen, James, <laughs> Callie, Sushi, Turkey, and Twenty One. Oh it. Starbucks was your favorite child. She had a little Hitler stash like Donald Trump's kids. <laughs> Callie, James, Legion, and Jerky were all really mean and stupid, so you gave them to Donald Trump. <laughs> Vans was super pale, paler than the whitest Vans, and Daniel looked identical. Jesus was orange like Donald Trump, so you obviously named him after him. Sushi loved the Japanese nurse. Turkey was always sleepy. White girl number 16 was even whiter than Vans and Daniels and loved Starbucks. <laughs> then you named more after politicians. Chapter 4, Home at Last. You sit there with your children, all 18 of them. White girl number 16 was drinking Starbucks out of her sippy cup, and Vans and Daniel were playing together. The giveaways were being held by you. Baby, what are you doing? Those are Donnie's kids, you say. What? I never said you're trying to make me look like a fool. I never said that. You're trying to make me look like a fool, Hillary says. Well, I don't want them. They don't even look like they can be mine with all those mustaches, you say. <laughs> Hillary sighs and screams loudly. I don't even like women anymore. I want my Billy Boo back. You sigh and no, that's just your sweet Hilly. Always inconsistent. <laughs> you go home with your favorite kids, IDK, IT, 21, white girl, number 16, and Vance. You spend a few days with your kids... And when your mom and dad kick you out for getting a girl pregnant. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> you sigh it off and go live at Donald Trump's abandoned mansion. It's so big, you could fit a small loan of a million dollars in there. Hillary calls you back on your cell phone. While IDK is trying to eat white girl number 16's foot. You answer knowing she'll be begging for your love. Hello, Bay. I love you. Come back, says Hillary. I thought you didn't like women anymore, she said. Stop saying that. You're trying to make me look like a fool, Hillary exclaims. Ah, uh, your Hillary is back in your loving arms again. More? There's, is there more? Yeah. TMZ came dashing to your door. They heard the scandal. Donald was at your front door laughing at the countless drama magazines lined up at your door. You escape out the back with Starbucks, White Girl Number 16, IDK, 21, Daniel, and Callie. You really didn't like Callie that much, but they were okay in the end. Hitler comes up looking for his Trumpy poo while holding his four children. Hitler was extremely pregnant and wanted to, his Trumpy back home. You turn to the children you made... 
it out with you. What? (laughs) You find Trump's daughter, Boy, in the bushes, huddled up and scared, so you take Boy into your arms and hold her. (laughs) You take her home in your poor person car so you don't get spotted by the press. You go home with your kids and give them makeovers so the press doesn't recognize them. You pick up Daniel, you dye his hair blonde and rename him Rolf Jacob Sartorius, and then let your friend babysit for you when you when press gets big on the scandal. You make it look like you're not his mom. You pick up Star- Starbucks and white girl number 16. You let your friend Bernie babysit when press gets too hot. You hold. You pick up Callie and put darker foundation on her and you send her to your hometown where she is called Elisabella and they're really, really, really ugly and mean. To be continued. <laughs> My favorite part is that she had these 21 kids like in the matter of like a day. Yeah. Got pregnant and then birthed 21. 21 kids. I, I, w- I want to hear more about it. The Me kid. too. <laughs> Please, it. So after that, I decided a good hole to fall into was Guy Fieri yeah. fan fiction. That was a brilliant idea. I thought of it too. And then you're like, no, I already did it. Yeah. There was, um, I think there's two that I got. Should what? I read? One of the Donald ones, or no? You want to move on? Why don't we save Elijah's? For... Why don't we save his for last? For last, okay. All right. All right. This is called Girl Fieri, A Guy Fieri Tale by Kaylee the (laughs) Loser. Fieri? (laughs) The Beginning. It was the summer of 09, and I saw my dream man staring at my burger from across the bar. He approached me, still looking down at my burger. That's a good-looking burger, burger, m'lady, he said, licking his plump lips. I felt my ovaries explode. What a gentleman. You can have it if you want, I said. I wasn't hungry after seeing what a large sausage I'd be eating today. I watched him shove the entire burger into his mouth. I was mesmerized. I've never seen such beauty in my life. Are there other things you eat like that? I asked, hinting at the sex. I was undressing him with my eyes and was excited for the rippling 84-pack that he was hiding under his sexy button-up flame shirt. Flame shirt. Well, I do like pizza, he said, obviously not understanding my reference to eating my warm JJ. I had to admit, at first it seemed like he was only interested in my food, but I knew in my heart that he was truly interested in me and not just my $40 vegan cheeseburger. After he finished my burger, he looked up at me. I couldn't see his eyes through his $1 kitty sunglasses. <laughs> but I'm sure his <laughs> but I'm sure his eyes were sparkling like diamonds. He reached up to my ear and pushed my skinny blonde dreadlocks behind my gauged ears. He made me feel so warm inside, like a fresh croissant. Sorry. I like your ear holes, he whispered sensually. <laughs> I like your asshole, I said. Things were starting to get spicy, and I loved every moment of it. I wanted his flamey body. <laughs> <laughs> chapter two. Yes. Why am I still writing this? <laughs> That's the name of the chapter. <laughs> so? Do you like Frozen? He asked, obviously referring to... I like how it started the Civil War of Norway. Same, he said, while twirling a piece of his hair with his finger in a flirting fashion. (laughs) (laughs) It was then that he leaned into me and whispered, Do you want to go to Flavortown? (laughs) (laughs) I was startled. Sure, but I'll have to ask my mom first. You can call her on my Blackberry, he said with great flavor. 
I knew calling my mom would be a problem. I hadn't seen her in 20 years. And I heard she was managing big name celebrities like Nash Greer and Jacob Sartorius. Worry quickly shadowed over me like a cumulus cloud. I knew that I had to ask my mom's permission to go to Flavortown. But where is she? Oh, I got a blast, I said, running out the door of the subway shop when I suddenly stopped. I was under his spell. I looked back at Guy to see if he had frozen time. Please, don't leave me. Flavortown is so dull, so dull without someone to share it with. It's hard to explain. I know. I love you. But I just have to leave. Please. I just need something to remember you by. I looked at him sadly and sighed as I ripped out one of my ear gauges. And I also need $40 for your cheeseburger. I fished for a $400 bill out of my nest of hair and threw it at him. Forget Flavortown, sweaty, he said. Next time I see you, you're going to Flavor City. So accurate. So well written. (laughs) Sweatshirt from Flavortown. Once Guy released me from his spell, I couldn't stop thinking about him. I just needed to find my mom so I could go on the trip to Flavor City with my guy. I needed to find my mom quickly so I wouldn't keep the guy waiting. All I knew about my mom is that she manages Jacob Sartor Clitoris. <laughs> I would start there. I quickly got on my Barbie laptop and researched Jacob. It would be easy to find my mom through him. I Bing searched Jacob Santa Claus. <laughs> Jacob Santa Claus and was amazed by the beauty of his creature. Maui wowie, I said, staring into the face of God. <laughs> I snapped out of it quickly, remembering my dedication to Guy and our journey to Flavor City. I quickly found his phone number thanks to Instagram user Jacob Sartori 5 lover 69 and gave him a call. Hey babe, Jacob answered. I need my mom, I said. I was wondering if Guy was monitoring my calls and thought I was cheating on him. Hey, bae, check out my new hot single sweatshirt now on iTunes for only $1.29. I knew this was a sign. Jacob would never be that fake to me. I suddenly remembered all the super spy strategies that the Pink Panther had taught me. I decided to try some of them out on Jacob's new single sweatshirt. I played it backwards, forwards, and upside down. Nothing. Finally, I decided to decode the lyrics. I found exactly what I was looking for. I think you need something of me. Jacob knew that I was looking for my mom. The only question was, would he help me? The secrets of Jacob Sartorius. I knew in my heart that I had a connection with Jacob, but I had to talk to him in order to reach Flavor Town with Guy. I was in oh, a, it was Flavor City. I was in a Flavor Town, Flavor City. I sure was in a pickle. I suddenly heard my walkie-talkie go off. I hoped it was Guy. It wasn't. It was Jacob. I picked up my walkie-talkie. Hey, this is Jacob. Check out my new single sweatshirt available now <laughs> on iTunes and Spotify. Cut the crap, Jacob. You know it's me. Zoppity? Yes, Jacob, it's me. Can I talk to my mom, please? Yeah, she's right here, sucking me off. Jacob, I need to go to Flavor City, and you're the only one that can help me, please. Fine. She left to go out to get a Brazilian wax at Walmart about an hour ago. But if you leave now, you might be able to catch her. Bye, Jacob. Bye, love. I couldn't believe what I just heard. Jacob loves me? I put that aside. It didn't matter. I'm devoted to Guy. And no smoking hot nine-year-old will ever change that. Oh, my God. I decided to focus on on finding my mom. Maybe she had some advice to give me about my love triangle. I drove my dolphin-shaped car to the nearest Walmart. I walked in and saw her instantly, waxing her vajayjay in front of Guy. (laughs) Zoppity's mom. 
Mom, I said with sorrow in my dark orange eyes. Zoppity? I can explain. She stopped suddenly and was interrupted by Guy. Wait, your name is Zoppity? What the fuck, man? That's crazy. I once had a hamster named Zoppity. (laughs) I guess we were just a match made in heaven, I said, looking into his small rat-like eyes with passion and love. (laughs) Sweaty, why haven't been answering my calls, Guy said. Oh, God. I suddenly remembered where my phone was. I had thrown it in... I had thrown it Charles, the Starbucks barista, when he told me that Zoppity was a weird name. I'm sorry, Charles, if that's even your real name. But, of course, I couldn't tell that to Guy. He'd kill me. He loves baristas almost almost as much as he loves his left earlobe, Janice. I quickly made up a story. I'm so sorry, Guy. I've just been so busy because I'm pregnant, and it's yours. I felt my voice start to tremble. I just hope Guy is dumb enough to buy it. <laughs> What's a pregnant, Guy said. My mom got up and ran at the speed of a dab out of the sliding doors of Walmart. Mom, no, I screamed, turning towards the door. I watched her, her as she stole my dolphin car and drove off, stopping only to flirt, stopping only to flirt with the guy with the other dolphin car. I felt my heart snap in two. I could never go to Flavortown without her permission, and all I wanted to do was go to Flavortown with the love of my life. My mother, my fake baby's grandmother, gone. I was terrified. I slid onto the ground and began to cry ketchup tears. Then suddenly I felt a warmth above me, beaming onto my skin like a ray of sun. It was Guy. He took off his kitty glasses and put on his aviators. He looked more beautiful than I've ever imagined. I know losing your mom is hard. I dropped my ice cream on the ground once, he said. (laughs) I suddenly stopped crying. I finally found somebody who truly understands me and all the pain that I go through. He had just cured everything inside me, except my sweatshirt fever. I didn't know if anything could cure my love for him. I couldn't even say his name in my head without feeling butterflies in my kidneys. I shook my head and remembered my true goal in life, to get to Flavortown with Guy. I felt the light fading away from me. I mean, that's pretty lit. I I was captivated. There's a bunch more chapters. It keeps going for a while. Keeps going for a while. I just want to know if she got the flavor of city. I don't fucking know, man, but I imagine she has to. So well written. I love that people take the time to write stuff like that. It's a beautiful contribution to the world. It was really beautiful. Speaking of flavor city, guys, get yourself some nature. Oh my god. Nature Box has an awesome selection of sweet, savory treats and snacks uh, delivered right to your door, guys. You don't have to go anywhere. They're shipped nice and tidy to you in a, in a beautiful package. And you can try different things or keep the same stuff every month. Uh, you can change your subscription. Um, the style of uh, how, how often bo- boxes come, the frequency of snacks and, and everything Hell like that. Yuck. But I'm telling you, like these snacks are very, very good. They don't taste like you should be eating them, but they're good. And they're mm-hmm. they're delicious. They have um, – we're – Jenna's vegan. I'm gluten-free, so there's mm-hmm. so many different options for people Corn like us. chips with flax seeds. Flax seeds. Delicious. Guys, flax seeds. They have uh, over a hundred delicious snacks to choose from. You guys can get two box or two f- snacks right now for free if you go to naturebox.com slash Jenna Julian. Uh, and for those of you who have tried it, you know exactly what um, what they have. There's, I'll read you some of the different snacks. We have like five right here, but there's Big Island pineapples, a really good one. Crispy coconut squares. They have like really savory ones like teriyaki beef jerky uh, or teriyaki turkey jerky. Roasted mm. kennel kernels. Um, dark chocolate they have like everything so check it out guys uh, 
Instead of eating cookies and junk, get yourself some NatureBox and avoid the guilt. NatureBox. NatureBox.com slash Jillian to get your first two snacks for free. Then you can see what the hype's about. Other sponsor this week is DSTL Denim. This awesome company uh, ships jeans right to your door. Stylish. Once you know your jean size, guys, you don't have to do any work. You don't have to go shopping and spend all this time in a store with people you don't want to be around. You just you just do that. You have people do the work for you. They have fashion-forward designs and a high moral fiber. Guys, they stripped it down to the essentials. Quality denim and good-looking jeans for you. So check it out by going to dstld.com. See their selection. Like if you want some jeans, if you need some jeans, if you don't want to spend a ton of money on really expensive jeans, get yourself some DSTLD because it's high quality and you're not paying out the ass. That's what you got to do. Low cost, awesome fashion. Check it out. I mean, Jenna's cute little bottom speaks for itself right now because these look awesome. And I have a pair too. I'm just too hot to wear them right now because I'm always hot. I'd also just like to say that a lot of times I'm, I don't have like the longest legs in the world, but a lot uh, of times when I buy like skinny jeans like uh-huh. this, they're like way, way, way too long at the bottom because they're built for crazy tall people, which yeah. I am not. And these are probably one of the only pairs of jeans that aren't like way too long for my legs. So yeah. you don't have to like get tailored or just bunch up. And Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like, like you'll find a style that works for you. They have different styles. So once you find a style that mm-hmm. you like, you just, you know exactly what you need. Prices start as low as $65 per, per pair. And Pretty cute. Pretty cute. Yeah, they're nice. Are you jealous? I am. I want to put mine on now. Oh, I'm jealous of my jeans. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Um, so I was thinking I should jump in now. Or you could read this one. The Cook of My Dream. It's another guy, Fieri. Are you going to read your Zac Efron? I want to read my Zac Efron. All right. Get legs. It's called... I'm ready. I'm here for this. All right. It is called Zach Efron. Wait, what is it called? How do I see the title? Go like this. Oh, I'll go back. Oh, it's to called Zach Efron is my. Oops. Go like this. Boyfriend or. Sorry. Husband. Zach Efron Bye. is my husband. Oh, sorry. By Girl of Many Fandoms 7. I'm ready. All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. This is lit. Um, okay. You and Zach are waking up confused as hell. You don't know. Sorry, no, that's the second chapter. Here we go. You, Zach, why are you looking at me like that, Zach? It's just, you're so beautiful. I can't take my eyes off you. You, aw, uh, you're the sweetest guy, Zach. I try for my beautiful girl. My place? <laughs> you, what are we going to do there? Zach, just watch some movies and invite people. You, oh, Okay. Keep in mind, you're 18 and he's 20 and hot and he's also single. (laughs) Zach, if you want it, it could just be us. I said, yeah, I'd like that. Zach's house. You want to watch Annabelle? Me. Yeah, but I'm scared of horror movies. Zach, it's okay. I'll be with you. Yeah, I'd like that. Later. You. Screaming. Zach, get it away. (laughs) I like it once you're scared. Oh my God, you're mean. No, I'm not. I'm just hot. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. Zach looks into your eyes and leans in to kiss you. You closes your eyes and gives in. Zach, you're so beautiful and I love you. You. Zach, you are the best boyfriend. Oh, Zach, you are the best boyfriend. Zach thinking, one day I'm going to marry this one. (laughs) That's what Zach's thinking. Uh, Zach, yes or no, you're the best girlfriend and in three to four years, you're going to get something pretty. 
You. Oh, what is it? Zach, you'll see. Ah, oh, wait, what time is it? Zach, it's like 1.30. Can I just sleep here? Yeah, you can sleep in my bed. Oh, okay, that's fine. 3.05 a.m. Hey, I can't sleep. Zach, me neither. What do you want to do? You. I don't know. I'm just bored. Zach, kisses your forehead. I love it when I'm by you. You make my world, and I mean it. I love you. Yes or no? <laughs> Why do they keep doing yes or no? That's your name. Oh, your name. Oh, I love you. Okay. Julian. Julian. Zach, if we were married, how many children we would have? Zach, 10. In parentheses, in parentheses thousand. You. No, 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 no. <laughs> I heard that. Zach, well, that's a dream crusher. You. Okay, f- only six. That's my max. Zach, okay, I can work with that. 10 a.m. I got I got to go to work. I love you, hon. Zach, I have to shoot a new movie. I'll see you tonight. I love you too, babe. One year later, you both get married and act like party animals. <laughs> You both are at work in the next chapter. It's a surprise. You're going to hate me for it, but oh well, deal with it. There will be sequels, by the way. Okay, here we go. Chapter 2, The the Night Test. You and Zach are waking up confused as hell. You still don't know what happened two weeks ago, and you're pissed that you, that you don't remember one thing from that night. Zach also doesn't remember shit, or that much shit. You. What did we do at the party? I remember us coming home after we had tons of sex, but did we get drugged? Oh my god. Zach. No, we were we were having so much fun though. I had eight joints of weed, and you had ten kinky liquor shots. <laughs> kinky liquor. Sh- I guess we were fucked up last night. Eight you. joints of weed. <laughs> joints that was, of weed. That's a measurement. Eight <laughs> joints of weed. Uh, you. Holy shit! Did you wear a fucking condom, Zach? Yeah, I did. You burps continuously. <laughs> I, I I I gotta go. <laughs> Zach, go do what? You runs to the bathroom and pukes all over. Zach, baby, you okay? You. Zach, why would I be okay? Zach, damn, don't be snotty. <laughs> you. Shut the fuck up, asshole. Zach, while you scream and fuss, I'm going to take me and my asshole to work. Literally grabs whole ass and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I'm going to the sand pharmacy store to get a test. Fucking bastard. At the store. I got this damn thing. Now I can go. Fucking hey. bastard. <laughs> Mystery voice. Hey, Julian, you. Who said that? It's me, Dave. Dave <laughs> Fanko? I think they meant Franco. Franco. You. Oh, hey, Dave. Dave, what are you up to? You. I'm getting a pregnancy test for a friend. Oh, is that her calling? You. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, Emily? I got your test for you for when you and Justin didn't use one. Okay, bye. BRB. Dave. <laughs> All right, I'll take that to that. That's Emily. I'll see. I'll take that to Emily. I'll see you later. Ask for a hug. Yeah. I'll see you around. Hugs and back. Register, lady. $10, please. What the fuck? $10 for two goddamn tests? They better come with Mari. <laughs> what, what does that mean? I have no idea. At home. You. I better I better hurry. He gets off in two hours. Shit. I forgot about dinner. You go upstairs and wait five minutes. You nervously look down at the test. You. Starts crying a river. No. I can't have a baby now. Zach walks <laughs> in the door pissed. Hey, baby. You. What's wrong? And what happened at work? Why are you here early? Babe. They fucking replaced me. And what's behind your back? You, nothing. I'll tell you later. Just go lay down and blow off some steam. Okay, love you. <laughs> Zach, love you too, baby. You, screaming on the inside. How can I tell him? Later, you go up to Zach and ask him all what happened and finally tell him that you apologize about being a bitch. Zach, I'm sorry about being a bitch. <laughs> I have to tell you something. Zach, what is it? The thing behind your back? Yeah, that was a pregnancy test. I'm pregnant. Zach, what? I always wanted to be a dad. Wait, you're happy? Zach, Baby, I kind of lied when I said I put on a condom. I wanted a baby. I just didn't want to tell you. Oh, my God. Oh, baby, I love you. (laughs) Zach, I love you, too. Rubs your stomach. And I also love you. (laughs) 
Zach, you're going to be good parents. We're going to be good parents, right? Kisses cheek and puts your head on his shoulder. Zach, yeah, we are. Kisses forehead and stomach. <laughs> you <laughs> check on your due date app. And you're due on Zach's birthday. <laughs> Hope you like part two. All right, can we keep going? Yeah. Okay. Man, chapter three, man period. Zach is acting like a prick since the two of you found out you were preggers, and he's been excited about the baby, yet he's been dickish to you for nothing. Hey, bae. Zach. Hey, bae. You, yeah? Zach. When the fuck are you going to learn to do the dishes right? You. Baby, please not today. Why do you always have to pick a fight? Zach. Fuck off. You. Are you having a man period because you're pretty bitchy right now? Zach. I'm going to Dave's house to clear my mind. You. By clear your mind, you mean get someone else pregnant or smoke weed? Zach, baby, why are you bitching lately? Zach slams bedroom door behind behind him in your face. I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) You. Baby, please, I love you. Zach calms down and starts tearing up. Scratchy voice. Baby, I love you too. You. Calm, scratchy voice with teary eyes. (laughs) Can you let me in, please? (laughs) Zach opens door with red eyes, tears rolling down. Baby, I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. I just... I sighs i thought i could handle a child but i'm just a failure you hugs him baby everyone thinks they're everyone everybody thinks they're ready if it's okay if you're not i wasn't either when i found out but i was happy when i didn't know it baby everything will work (laughs) i love you no matter what even if we're the worst parents in history i'll still love you zach baby i hate myself for being a dick i love you so much baby what if it miscarriages or you die it miscarriages yeah you Baby, just so many babies. Baby, that's that's something for the future to take care of, right? Right now, let's let's do the best of the present. Let's go see a movie, okay? Zach, okay. Zach's POV. I can't believe I acted like a dick to Julian. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill myself. I'm an asshole. I hate the person I am. I just feel like a dick. But he doesn't know I cheated on him when I said I went to Dave's house. Ooh. You. Zach, what's wrong? Zach, I think we should go. You, but it's almost over. Zach, we need to go. Okay, fine. We're going, asshole. <laughs> At home. I had to go, baby. I'm sorry. I'm going to take a shower. Puts phone on table. Um, okay. Watches you go upstairs. Waits till the shower goes on. Waits two minutes. Picks up Zach's phone. <laughs> Zach's texting a girl saying, I love what we did that night. My wife would never, <laughs> would never have done that with me while she's pregnant. That's me. Oh, my God. The message is, Zach. Baby, that was the best thing ever. Vanessa. Oh, brutal. <laughs> oh, my God. You were so great. Zach, I missed that once we broke up after high school musical. So, <laughs> so when is that happening again? <laughs> Maybe when I go to Dave's house. Z- Vanessa, I got to go. I got to go. Dave's here. Zach, bye. Vanessa, I'll be waiting for eight equals sign, equals sign, equals sign, capital D. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your POV. He's cheating on me? What the fuck? Fine, this relationship is done, that asshole. I was I was playing a dirty trick. Wait till I get my revenge. You hear footsteps and quickly put down his phone and run out the door, slamming it. You get in car and tears boil down your eyes and you suddenly think to yourself, shit, I left his phone. You go to Dave's house and you don't see Vanessa's car, his wife. You walk to his door and knock. Dave opens it, sees you crying, quickly hugs you and holds you close and says, what's wrong? You show the messages and he gets mad and calls his soon-to-be ex-wife. He turns red of anger and tells her they're through. He runs to you, kisses you on the mouth. Dave tells you to kiss you, to take him to your house to beat Zach's ass. You open the door and, t- and Zach looks pissed. He grabs you by the arm before he pull- before you in- pulls Dave in and punches him in the face. Sends you to get some clothes and stuff from your house and replace it with Vanessa's. Wow. That's the end of the chapter. Should we keep going? My goodness. The next chapter is called Revenge. 
If you want. I think we get it. You can. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that one? Though? That was pretty, pretty good. good. That was pretty fucking lit. Vanessa, I liked it. what a twist that was. What a twist. Wow. What a rush. All right. All right. I like that. This is called. Are we are we comfortable in here? Guy Fieri and the Fieri in my heart by Jiggly Jello Jalal. Fieri in my heart. Chapter one. The cook of my dream. This there's parts of this that I cannot read. Okay. Since the first episode, I had been in love with Guy Fieri. I had my room decorated with sheets and wallpaper of him. I even had four body pillows of him. Two of them were well used. (laughs) All capital letters. Well used. I had a corner full of stuffed figures of him. I even bought a bag of a few hairs of his that fell into his food that restaurants owners saved. They were already gone, though. I put them in my food and ate them. (laughs) Once I do my business, I pluck the hairs out to rescue the hairs for my next meal. That is disgusting. That's hot. Back in my old high school, I made a club about him. I was the only member. I was never lonely, though. I kept two of my body pillows, the unused ones, one for each arm. I talked to them and covered them in my saliva when no one was looking. It was an after-school ritual. I always had dreams about him. Welcome to Flavortown, he'd say as I sank to my knees, desperately clawing at his flavor stick. It always ended before it got good, unfortunately. I love him. I'd let him drip salsa on me and eat it off with chips. I'd let him pre-chew my food for me. I want him to stuff my expletive like he stuffs a quadruple patty burger and eat me with all the ferocity he does a steak. (laughs) I'd let him do anything to me. I had graduated high school last year, and now I was working in a restaurant. My dream is to open my own restaurant and have him come in and review my food and then... My expletive (laughs) is the P word. Yeah. P word. So naturally, when I heard he'd be coming to the restaurant, I worked out for his show. I was ecstatic. Words couldn't describe the feelings that I felt that day when I had felt feelings that had been felt that day. I had feelings to be felt. Just remembering makes me giddy. April 23rd, that's when he showed up. I woke up at 1 a.m. to spruce myself up for the occasion. I couldn't stop thinking about it. The owner of the restaurant had told me I'd be the one cooking his meal. I... This would have been the perfect opportunity to lace it with Viagra or Rufy's. Of course, I couldn't because of the cameras, and he'd be watching me. <laughs> lace it with Viagra. Guy Fieri watching me cook. My body was already trembling with pleasure. I felt... Okay, nope, not reading any of that. Um, nope. Okay, finally the moment came. I heard the bustle outside the kitchen. I peeked out to see a camera crew running about. I walked to the window and peered outside into the warm spring day. The sun was bright, sending a wave of light down onto the ground as if an angel was descending. The heaven submerged in that light was an angel, my angel. Guy drove his red convertible out of the bright light, his shades glistening with sunlight, his bleached hair flowing through the wind elegantly like wind blowing through leaves. (laughs) His bowling shirt flailed around wildly, a thrashing beast worn around his body. I couldn't be any... Okay, oh my god. (laughs) It says, my... my, I couldn't be any wetter. 
my P word was overflowing. People were slipping on the floor. (laughs) I didn't care. I quickly checked my reflection in the window. Would I be good enough for him? I could only hope. I stood by the owner awaiting the heavenly arrival of Guy. I stood, my hands clenching my apron. My heart was beating like a drum, but it felt so right. The nervousness had a feeling of of belonging. He bursted through the door, shouting loud in his sexy voice, Welcome to Flavortown! His voice made my body quiver in delight. The smell of expensive, overpriced cologne filled the room. I couldn't stop sniffing. There was a hint of hair gel swirling in the cologne. He looked at the owner, putting an arm around him, looking into the camera. I'm here in Orange County with Todd Baker, where his famous deep-fried southern stuffed wrapped in dough deep-fried, then stuck again monster burger burrito philly cheesesteak sandwich on a pizza is made hearing guys say the owner's name and seeing his arm around him was enough to make me want to kill my boss out of jealousy (laughs) the owner said something about the restaurant i honestly wasn't listening my eyes were glued to his beard and all the excess grease and crumbs in it oh what i wouldn't give to suck them out of his beard (laughs) thank god Finally, he looked at me and said loud, and this is Nikki Frostuck. She will be cooking for me this wonderful meal today. He didn't even have to touch me, and I, expletive, 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 yes. Well, let's take a look inside the kitchen, Guy said, gesturing for the camera to look at the back of the room. P.A.'s, what? It did. A guy looked at me. He gave me a smirk, almost cynical, almost excited. Do you see what this says? Read right here. Oh my god! <laughs> it is so graphic. That's a lot. It is so graphic. It's, really, it's good though. You want to read some? Sure. Read some, Julie. Oh my god! I'm so here for this Guy Fieri fan fiction. <clears throat> Getting heated in the kitchen. (laughs) On camera, we went from station to station explaining uh, the purpose of each and every one. My eyes were glued to Guy, however. I even chopped off one of my fingers, (laughs) but it was all okay. Once we get into the bedroom, I'll have him use it to fuck me. (laughs) My God. Maybe even have him put it between a hot dog bun. Okay, that's... It made me shudder in pure pleasure at the mere thought. <laughs> Finally, I came to my part. I begin cooking in front of him. I could hear him ta- uh, taking a loud sniff and letting out a satisfied <laughs> gasp behind me. But something weird was going on. He kept leaning closer to me, sniffing, leaning closer, <laughs> sniffing. It caused my hand to erratically shake. He stood by the manager. Smells good, right? Bet you can't wait to eat it. The manager was tooting his own horn as Guy nodded. Oh, yes. I see something I really want to eat. His eyes gravitated to my ass. (laughs) I could feel his eyes on my ass. I froze. He licked his lips, getting saliva stuck in his goatee and in mustache. I wanted to turn around, rip off my shirt, spread flour all over my body, and have Guy drop penises on my body with his tongue. (laughs) I wondered if he'd let me call him Sauce Daddy. Hopefully he will. As I worked on the meal, I made sure to drop every fucking thing in the kitchen and bend down, moaning and wiggling my booty as I picked it up. I figured giving him an appetizer to the full meal will ignite his passion. 
The fumes filled the room with sweet, delicious scents of food. It was the perfect romantic setting. Food, us, tables, and chairs in a restaurant. Several cameras pointing at us. Kinky, dirty thoughts raced through my mind. His actions, his voice, and his words. I couldn't believe it. It seemed like he was hitting on me. I was overjoyed. Even if it wasn't true, I let out an ear-piercing squeak for the record time of one minute and 55 seconds (laughs) (laughs) without taking a breath. After that spectacle, <laughs> my manager and the camera crew looked scared. Everyone did except Guy, who kept looking at me, smiling, licking his already wet lips. <laughs> Finally, the food was done. After making his usual commentary on the preparation, it was time to serve it to Guy. We walked past the best table we had, and he sat down. I came out carrying the food. I was envious of the food. <laughs> I wish he'd eat me out like this food. I sat down the steaming plate in front of him, and his eyes remained fixated on me. On my breasts! I squealed, running behind the camera crew, unable to control myself. What was I doing? My one and only love was staring at me, and I ran. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Guy went on with the show and violently dug into his food, destroying it, wrapping his tongue around each part as he jammed his tongue into each nook and cranny. His saliva dripped down into the food, the fluid soaking into the food. I couldn't stop watching. I swear I I had an erection watching this. (laughs) (laughs) He devoured the food, stuffing into the meal, uh, stuffing the meal into his mouth, the meat into his mouth, cramming it deep and down, rubbing his tongue all over. I was practically moaning behind the camera crew, who were trying to kick me away out of fear. I couldn't handle it. It was too good. There is a... <laughs> I can't say that. Quack, quack. I moaned while splashing. After a few minutes, he finally finished his food. He made his commentary on it. It was over. The heaven I was living in only lasted a few hours. He had all the footage he needed and was now going. I wanted to die. I felt like as if, if I had received part of myself that had been missing for so many years and now I was leaving. Guy Fieri came by one by one hugging each employee and when it was my turn i screamed and back up to see a wet trail coursing down his shirt i realized i did that and blushed profusely happy that this part of me would stay with him forever the camera crew loaded up and were ready to leave uh we were going outside to watch him leave but then something happened he hopped out of his car walking up to me sorry to ask this but i left my sunglasses in the kitchen can you come with me to unlock the door so i could get them his sweet incident innocent smile made my heart pound and i nodded we walked into the kitchen and when we were inside he closed the door i was too busy obsessing over him to realize we don't lock our kitchen doors (laughs) (laughs) oh so good should we move on yeah keep going you just swipe up sausage swallowing Oh, my God. Do, am I doing a good job reading him? Yes. Okay. Keep going. is swallowing. I turned to him, my eyes filled with confusion and unexpected fear. He smiled. His smile pushed his cheeks up until they almost covered his eyes. So sorry to <laughs> trick you like this. I didn't know how to get you alone any other way. He walked towards me out of instinct. I backed up until I was pressed against the wall. His belly rubbed up and down my body. <laughs> a belly dance from Guy. I couldn't contain my juices. <laughs> I see you're already wet. I'm going to juice you up like an orange and I'll drink you up, he said, as his tongue slithered around his mouth and he made a slurping noise. Oh my, he's going to make me into a (laughs) Nicky milkshake, I thought to myself without warning. His lips met with mine and a moment of blissful peace. Despite how fast my heart was beating, I felt calm, as calm and safe as I could be. I'd rate you a five out of five on taste, appearance and preparation. He he rated me? I don't deserve this heaven. (laughs) Without warning, I was thrown into my knees. He looked up. I looked up at him with my eyes wavering. Sir, I stammered. He smiled down at me. He reached in his pants and his hand came out covered in Cheeto dust. 
<laughs> reached down and rubbed it on my lips. I'm going to make you my bitch. Now kiss me, bitch. I want that Cheeto dust in my mouth. Oh, I complied with his command not to stand up, meeting my lips with his joyful with a joyful reunion. His tongue slathered around my lips. All traces of Cheeto were erased and sucked the black void of it, and sucked into the black void of his mouth. Salvia or saliva mixed together into one giant ocean of love. I was his sausage bitch. I sank to my knees and untucked his flame-covered bowling shirt. Oh, my God. In a fit of passion, I ripped his flaming bowling shirt off him, only to find another one. (laughs) (laughs) I unbuckled his ripped jeans and let them drop to the floor. Finally, all my dreams were being achieved. (laughs) I reached into his boxers and pulled out his mega doodle noodle. It was thick and... Okay. The producers were probably wondering where we were, but I did not care. He wrapped a hand around the back of my head and looked straight into my eyes. In a deep voice with a seductive undertone, he said, Welcome to Flavortown. <laughs> okay, I'm not reading the next paragraph. It felt so right. I look up in his eyes. I couldn't tell from the look on his face if I was doing it right. That, that was all that mattered. I couldn't control my body around him. I would do anything, anything to see him pleased. I managed to stabilize myself, stabilize myself by pushing off his thighs. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna skip a little bit here. It is so graphic. It's crazy graphic. It is so I'm sk- graphic. We have to move to the next chapter. Scroll up. I did. Oh, good. Uh, it happened. Uh, he let out a mighty roar that stumped the Trump. triumphed over Shrek's own mighty bellow and woke the children on the other side of the world. It was a magical moment. Three. Two, one, got a blast. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, God, no. What? I, like, start a sentence, and then I see where the sentence goes, and I can't finish it. <clears throat> um, okay, when I awake, I, w- I was covered in many different things. Salsa, potato, apparently she passed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, salsa, potato chips, crumbs, taco shells, roast beef, as if someone had eaten over top my body. Upon looking around, I realized I was home. My heart began to sink. I was in my bed at home. I passed out in the restaurant, unless it was a dream. I sniveled and tried to hold back tears. My eyes flooded, however, and streams of salty droplets rained from my eyes. Then, from the abyss, my heart was sinking into... Um, that, that doesn't make sense. Uh, the smell, cheap cologne, hair gel, and grease. The water was running in the shower like a lion locked onto its prey. I dove into my bed. I dove off my bed, sprinted into the bathroom, swung open the... The door, my eyes widened in disbelief. He was actually here in my room, Guy Fieri. He put on his flame bowling shirt. He took a shower in my room. I made sure to lick every drop of water out of the shower later. For now, I was... However, I was drooling in delight. I slipped my tiny... I slurped my slimy saliva and looked at his beard. He looked up from the menial (laughs) task of buttoning his shirt and... um, with a big smile. Nikki, sweetheart, how are you? After that crazy ride to Flavortown, I was afraid you were dead. He bur- he burped each word. <laughs> Smelling of pickles and pepperoni. Wait, wait, so we really mashed meats? I quietly gasped. <laughs> it was no dream. It was a reality. Mashed meats, Nikki? We pulverized our privates. My God, he laughed aloud, causing my face to tint of pink. He kneeled down on one leg and smiled up at me. From his back pocket, he produced a half-eaten onion ring and hand- handed it to me. Nikki, will you marry me? 
<laughs> as, as he smiled, I could see a bits of spinach in his teeth. It didn't stop me from tearing. A weird rush of emotion came over me. Um, I shook under my own weight. My arms trembled as I tried to hold them in my mouth. My salty tears slid down my face over my hands and dropped on to the time onto the floor. With overwhelming enthusiasm, I nodded my head. His grin grew even bigger, and he ate the ring. <laughs> After that, it's been six long years. Every day of every year was spent in Flavortown. We have eight kids, no, <laughs> each named after my hubby's favorite food. It's just my fieri and me. But sometimes when, I, when I'm feeling naughty, I have an affair with my body pillows. Well done. Wow. Well wow. done. That is just some I mean, if you guys want, writing. if anyone wants to read the parts that we did not say, again, it's called Guy Fieri and the Fieri in My Heart by Jiggly Jello Jalal. And it's on it an is app called so Wattpad. fucking graphic. Oh my god, that was that was so incredible, right? Should we finish with one more, or what do you think? Yeah, I, want, I wanted to see which ones I had left. I'm trying to get back to my library. Give me one second. This makes me want to watch Triple D. Read Elijah's, right? I wanted to read this one. I only read like the first paragraph of it, and I was so here for it. Let's do it. And then Um, we'll finish with Elijah's after that. Yeah, for sure. And that's Donald Trump's. Yeah. So this this is called Forbidden Love. Yes. Are you ready? Or no, this is chapter one. Uh, It's called This Ain't My First Rodeo by Gucci Goldfish. Chapter one, Forbidden Love. Chapter one is called Forbidden Love. It was just a normal day at Dr. Phil's studio when his life changed forever. Dr. Phil was on stage, sitting with his cute petite feet dangling down. (laughs) Now let's welcome Trent, Dr. Phil said with no enthusiasm (laughs) whatsoever. When Trent walked on stage, Dr. Phil felt a connection with him immediately. He was attracted to his darling smile, perfect hair, and killer eyes. Dr. Phil felt his face get red and looked away quickly. Sup, Trent said while smirking at Dr. Phil. Although there was a live audience, they felt like they were the only two people in the room. <laughs> so, Trent, I've heard you've been a naughty boy. Dr. Phil subtly winked at the teenager, forgetting that they had a 48-year age difference. <laughs> 48. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you could say that. Trent returned Dr. Phil's flirtatious gesture, making the entire room uncomfortable, especially Robin, who was watching with utter disgust. (laughs) Just as Dr. Phil was reaching over to touch Trent, Robin jumped up and shut the show down. Robin took Dr. Phil by the arm and yanked him out of his seat. I'll see you later, Dr. Phil carefully mouthed to Trent. (laughs) Trent blushed and hopped out of his seat. He couldn't wait to see the man of his dreams later. Apparently, Dr. Phil couldn't wait either because 15 minutes later, he came back with a box of chocolate, a ring, and 1,693 roses. Chapter 2. Somebody call 911. (laughs) Trent sighed when he noticed Dr. Phil come in with the myriad of presents. What are you doing? Trent exclaimed, running over to hug the tired and very sweaty doctor. (laughs) I, presents, love you. 
Dr. Phil fell into a heap on the floor. Trent immediately freaking out, shaking his lover in hopes of bringing him back to consciousness. After standing in shock for a few minutes, a very upset Trent called 911 and got an ambulance to pick Dr. Phil up. Trent stayed by Dr. Phil's side the whole night. Although unconscious, Trent knew Dr. Phil could sense he was in the presence of the one who loved him most. At around midnight, Robin came to visit Dr. Phil, and when he, when she saw Trent, she became very annoyed. Uh, what are you doing? Because this is my husband last time I checked, not yours. Robin shoved her wedding ring braggingly in the teenage boy's face. Almost as if Dr. Phil knew he had to protect his lover, he woke up and said with no hesitation, Robin, I want a divorce, you nasty toe. <laughs> Oh, my God. Chapter 3. The Doctor Has a Surprise. What? For him? Robin pointed at the teenage boy who was lit up with excitement. Dr. Phil opened his mouth to reply, but Robin leapt before he could answer. Trent sat on Dr. Phil's hospital mm-hmm, and rubbed his mostly bald head. <laughs> Dr. Phil sobbed quietly while Trent tried to comfort him. I want to try something, Trent said. He leaned over and closed his eyes, about to kiss Dr. Phil's luscious lips. Just as their lips were about to come in contact, the nurse came in the room. You can leave now, she said, pretending as if she didn't see what had just happened. Dr. Phil and Trent left the hospital together. I really want to give him smooches, Dr. Phil mumbled quietly to himself. Suddenly, the wise doctor had a wonderful idea. I'm going to take you somewhere special, Dr. Phil winked at Trent, who was treading alongside his forbidden lover. (laughs) Dr. Phil hopped on his bright pink motorcycle, and Trent got behind him, clutching onto Dr. Phil's petite waist. (laughs) (laughs) Just like his feet. Look at this. Room 666. Oh, my God. Where are we going? Trent shouted over the loud roar of the motorcycle. Dr. Phil ignored his question and continued driving. (laughs) After an hour, Dr. Phil stopped at a dingy hotel. Dingy. Hotel in the middle of nowhere. We're here, cowboy. Let's go. Dr. Phil slapped Trent's butt and led him inside the sketchy building. (laughs) Dr. Phil went to the front desk and rang the bell sitting on the counter. Yo, Pam, it's Dr. P. I want my usual room. Dr. Phil (laughs) smirked at Trent, who was blushing, and his face was full of confusion. Where are we? Trent was starting to get worried. It's okay, babe. I do this all the time. Dr. (laughs) Phil squeezed Trent's cheek. A few moments later, a few months of uncomfortable silence, Pam came to the desk and gave Dr. Phil his key. Have fun, you two. Pam winked and strutted away. Dr. Phil took Trent's hand and led him into their hotel room. Room number 666. Dr. Phil's dirty secret. Dr. Phil unlocked the door and led Trent inside. The inside of the room had a very dark and gloomy feeling. Trent, do you know who I am? Dr. Phil glared at the wide-eyed teenager and smirked. Trent suddenly became clammy and pale. Ah, ah. Trent almost lost consciousness when Dr. Phil carried him to the bed and laid him down gently. I'm Satan, Dr. Phil <laughs> And you are my sex slave. Oh my god. <laughs> this chapter is called Gay for Jesus. <laughs> Trump, or Trent jumped off the bed and shrieked, Man, I may be gay, but I'm not gay for Satan. 
Trent pulled the cross out of his pocket and threw it at Dr. <laughs> May the power of Jesus be with you, Trent screamed, and Satan suddenly burst into a ball of flames. The end. <laughs> uh, who knew the world of fan fiction was like that brilliant? it's so funny it's so funny these people are funny dr dude. phil said with no enthusiasm whatsoever <laughs> whatsoever all right so why don't we finish with elijah's yeah i have um, one that we didn't get to but we'll do we it can do time. a part two like, yeah, this is a whatever long. you want yeah, yeah. Or we, whatever good uh our friend elijah uh wrote this awesome donald trump fan fiction that actually got like recognized from news outlets like it it blew up he was invited on talk shows and stuff it has 252,000 reads on uh, Wattpad and I thought it was more than that that's just Wattpad it has like almost 500 ratings on Amazon with almost a five star rating like it's so yeah so um, I'm gonna read some of it we won't read all of it Uh, this is called the billionaire and the bellboy chapter one mysterious meeting It all started one fateful afternoon in the summer of 2012. I was working as a bellboy at the Trump Hotel in Hong Kong on an internship program. It was marvelous. I come from a very small farm town in Michigan, and this is my first time in a big city. I loved everything about it. It was all I could have ever dreamed of and more, but little did I know it was all about to change. I was stacking someone's tacky luggage when the door behind me swept open. My loins trembled at the scent of toupee (laughs) adhesive and spray tan as it swept through my nasal cavity. Um, I wanted nothing more than to turn around and see a golden god behind these scents, but I couldn't move. I was frozen. There was a tap on my shoulder. Young man, the voice said. I thought to myself, oh god, could this be him? There was only one way to be sure. I gathered all my strength and turned around. Was I hallucinating? This couldn't be real. It was him. It was Donald. He stood there in front of me like like a tall stallion, with his oily orange skin glistening in the sunlight as if it were a soggy Cheeto. <laughs> his hair unkept and messy, like a gorgeous rat's nest. He was beautiful, more beautiful than I could have ever dreamed. Yes, sir, I said nervously. I need you to bring these up to my room, he said sternly, like a grandfather upset that a news broadcast interrupted Jeopardy. <laughs> his voice wrapped around my body like a queso. Oh, no, sorry. Like queso around a smothered burrito. That's better. Uh, I was unable to speak. What is this feeling I'm having? I'm forced. I forced myself to speak, but only one word. What would come out? I don't have all fucking day, you loser. He said, (laughs) I'm so sorry, sir. I whimpered as I grabbed his bags. I'll get these up to you immediately. He shook his head and trotted off towards the elevator. As he got further and further, my eyes continued to be glued to his rear end. His gorgeous ass flapped behind him like a mouthwatering stack of pancakes in his pants. My hunger for pancakes had never been stronger. Oh, my God. And that's when it happened. He looked back and caught me staring at his donk. He could have had me immediately fired for this, but he didn't. Instead, he smiled and continued to hop on the elevator. What is happening? Am I losing my mind? I didn't come here to find love, but I did. But did love find me? No, it couldn't be. I ran to the bathroom and splashed cold water on my face. This is insane. I must be crazy, I said to myself in the mirror as the cold water dripped down my face and uniform. I stood there for minutes just looking into my reflection. I gathered myself, dried off, went to the front desk. I need a break, I demanded from Helen, the hotel manager. That's fine. Be back in 15, she growled at me. I hope 15 minutes is long enough for me to figure out what the fuck is going on. I almost, uh, I was almost out the door before the phone rang. Helen stopped me. Wait, she yelled as she hung up the phone. Take those bags up to Mr. Trump's room before you go on break. He needs them now. And he asked specifically that you bring them. He did what? 
He asked specifically for me to bring them? Why me? So many questions racing through my mind. Like a cool teenager teenager on Heelys in a mall. (laughs) (laughs) I gathered Mr. Trump's luggage and headed for his elevator. His luggage said, made in China on it. How, How ironic. My heartbeat was faster than the elevator as it ticked upward. I wonder why he asked for me. What could this be about? I wonder if he likes me. How could this just... How could he just like me? He just met me. Ding! The elevator rang as we reached his penthouse. I walked down the hall to his door. Uh, I walked this hall many times, but never before has it seemed so long. It felt like an eternity. I wiped the sweat from my forehead and put my hand up to his door to knock. He answered the door wearing only a robe. The robe open enough just for me to see his beautiful, saggy chest. A chest that would give Betty Way a run for her money. Finally, I've been waiting, he complained as he took his bags and slammed his door. My heart sank. I guess he just wanted his bags. As soon as I began to pick up the pieces of my shattered heart, the door whipped open again. I almost forgot, he said, and handed me a wad of his money as a tip, as a piece of paper, and a piece of tip paper. Don't be late, he said, and and he said with a smile as he closed the door once more. I stood there, paralyzed, holding what it looked like hundreds of dollars in this note. What was the note? I pulled it from the money and held it up. The note said, be back here at 8 p.m., and get yourself something nice to wear. My knees trembled as I read it. I could, this couldn't be happening, but it was. I told Helen I wasn't feeling well. I left work early. I couldn't be there anymore. I needed to go home. Oh my god. Keep going. Chapter 2. Blood Sausage. Ew. Ew. I walked through downtown, kicking, uh, thinking about everything. I can't even read. <laughs> thinking about everything. Should I go back to meet him at 8 p.m.? No, I can't do that. What am I thinking? I'm not. I'm thinking about him. I couldn't fight anymore. I had to admit it. I wanted his geriatric 2006 Perez Hilton Jello body, and I wanted it bad. Oh my God, Elijah! <laughs> uh, but before long, we had a new problem. My lustful thoughts had awoken the purple-headed yogurt slinger in my pants. This walk was getting real hard real fast i needed to get home lucky luckily i lived right around the corner i opened the door and quickly jogged up the stairs making sure no one saw the bulging blood sausage i was rocking i sat down on the couch and before i could even take a breath my roommate nicole opened the door and came out what's up you fat bitch (laughs) she said not a whole lot i lied i had to i couldn't tell her why are you acting so fucking weird she she asked i'm not i said i've met a boy is he cute she said i asked as uh She asked how she made a sandwich. Gorgeous. His face is wrinkled like a beautiful, overflowing flesh toilet. (laughs) I said, daydreaming. What the fuck does that mean? That's really weird. Nobody fucking talks like that, she said. He's also rich, I followed. Oh, okay. Go get that dick, boo. She said. I gazed at the clock. 6 p.m. already. I haven't even gone shopping yet. I rushed to the mall. I need to get an outfit and get home in time to change. I quickly found a perfect black suit and was on my way home. I googled him on the train home. I wanted to know everything about him. His Wikipedia page says he's 69 years young. What a magical number. I'd like to find out more about that. It also said that his nickname is The Donald, but I'm pretty sure they mean Daddy. I was so excited for our meeting. I couldn't believe this was happening. I got changed, looked at myself in the mirror. You can do this, I repeated in my reflection. I got myself pretty and headed out. Chapter 3, The Meeting. Oh, sorry. Okay, so the number I said earlier was just the chapter one stats. <laughs> the walk there was short. That's but, what, yeah, I thought I had over a million. Yeah, I think it has a million. Um, but I felt like an eternity. I was so nervous for our second meeting. Never in my wildest dreams could I imagine this happening. I reached the building and made my way up the elevator. My heart and meat monster both throbbing more and more with each floor we passed. 
The elevator rang loud and opened doors like a white girl's legs on prom night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I forced myself to walk down the hall. My legs were heavy, fighting me uh, against every step. I looked at my phone. 7.58 p.m., just in time. I knocked gently on the penthouse door. The door creaked open. There he was, handsome as ever, like a giant, melting, fat carrot with fake hair. He was wearing a gorgeous suit. You look good, he said as I entered the room. He locked the door behind me and asked if I wanted to take a seat. Why did you ask me here, I asked as I sat down. You know I asked you here, he said as he brushed his hand against my cheek, leaving a stream of self-tanner dripping down me. He sat beside me and put his hand on my thigh, caressing me up and down. The only thing I knew was that I wanted to ride the elevator to the top of his Trump Tower. (laughs) (laughs) He moved closer, putting his cold, dead lips on my neck. I shivered with excitement. His hands felt like an old, dried-out gingerbread house. (laughs) I was in love. I should tell you something. He breathed onto my neck. Tell me later, I said as I reached for his pants. Fine. Close your eyes, he said. I was reluctant and obedient. I unzipped his pants, touched his cold, scaly thighs, opened my eyes, and I grabbed his thick, long tail? What? Donald Trump is a fucking reptilian? I screamed out and let let go of his tail. His neck flared up like a dinosaur on Jurassic Park. You know which one I mean. He hissed (laughs) and leapt for the window, leaving nothing behind but broken glass and shattered hearts. (laughs) Uh, I guess we just read the whole thing. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, whoops. Uh, Chapter 4. I bet you didn't fucking expect that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it says, thanks for reading. I'm so sorry. If you like Trump Temptations, remember to follow me on Twitter.com slash a guy with no life, which we recommend a guy with no life. Elijah on Twitter. is incredible. He is awesome. He's constantly like doing epic trolling to everyone always. Hell yeah. Woo. That was incredible. That was a really fun one. Elijah. It was unbelievable. He's he's quite the wordsmith. I might I must say. He is. It's good. Good writing. This paints, podcast paints is quite a lit. vivid picture. <laughs> the Guy Fieri ones for me, though, those were just. That one was so graphic. The one that you read, <laughs> and you had I to read. skip over all those parts. It's like it's so well, out of control. All right, well, <laughs> thank you guys for watching this podcast. Um, if you want us to read more fan fiction in the future, and like have ideas of who we should look fan fiction up mm-hmm. of, that would help, and we can definitely do more. It's fun as fuck. I didn't realize how fun it would be to read like random ass fan fiction because it's goofy and fun. People are funny. People is funny, dog. <clears throat> <clears throat> Um, guys, check out our sponsor's description below, as always. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you uh, next week on another podcast. Big fam. Big fam. Love you guys. Love you.